you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how was your weekend? Uh... stuff y'all don't get tired of me i did most of my house <laughs> every weekend right yeah um because it's just not ready it's just not finished yet mm-hmm. but it's coming along yeah it is yeah i'm actually sleeping in my bedroom now <laughs> that's good so that's pretty much it okay um this weekend i feel like it was like a holiday party weekend because we had my office party on friday um, then I went to the friend zone live show after that. Then Saturday I went to a ugly sweater party and then like a graduation slash housewarming party. Um, and then today I just chilled. I mean, my hairdresser had the holiday party today too, but, um, so it was just a holiday party filled weekend <laughs> for the most part, mm. but, but like work has finally slowed down. I got an award for my company. I forgot to talk about that last. Well, I, yeah, I just didn't have time to talk about last week. But I got an award for my company, and well, then congratulations. Thank you. Is that a financial return on that award? Well, this is the sucky part. So we got our uh, bonuses on Monday, and the award came in on Thursday. I was like, seriously, like three days after. So probably not. But um, my boss was like, we gonna make this happen for your next review. So she gonna she'll take care of me. But, um, so what's is it a certificate? A yeah, plaque? it's a certificate. Um, okay. We've been working on trying to get it for like over a year. Cause actually, with my old boss, he was trying to rush me to get it. Cause he was trying to get it to keep his job a little longer. But that didn't happen. Um, and so, like getting it, everyone was congratulating me because they knew that I had been working on it for the past year. Even though I tried to say it was the full department. Everybody's like, girl, it's you. Like, <laughs> Wait, now I'm confused. What? It was an award for a campaign? No. Mm-mm. It was an award from Google, essentially, to for you. campaigns that, well, it's to the agency, but I did the work to win the Then award. take it. See what you're doing? I'm like, what are you, is this your award, a department award? I'm getting irritated. Listen to you. It's a company you. award. No, just like they said, if you was doing the campaign, it's yes. your award. You were awarded by Google. Take it. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? Because it See has the it. company name on it. You ran the campaign? Yes, I did. Girl. <laughs> oh, I couldn't be happy for you. I'm getting annoyed. <laughs> um, and then I had to do an agency presentation this past week, which y'all know we talked about it before. My stage fright is like on another level. but Still? <laughs> yes, girl. But I mean, I, th- I made it through the uh, presentation well. They said they couldn't tell I was nervous and... So everybody said they enjoyed it um, for the most part. So those was like the two things I was working towards this year. And so I'm glad that they're both finally accomplished so that I can have a little bit less time at work <laughs> from now on. But we'll see. <laughs> well, my last day in the office is Tuesday. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I am back to the third. I may push it and come back the fourth. I'm just, yeah, my last day is Friday, but like Thursday, we have another holiday party. So it's really like Thursday and Friday, we're not really going to be doing work. So, but yeah, this is my last week in the office until the second. I had to go back on the second. I needed some time. I'm jealous. I wish I got that much time. I needed some time. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to having time off. Mm-hmm. It's like two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm really just. I needed some like I'm just gonna come over like every day. (laughs) I'm like, I'm coming over, you want food? (laughs) Sure, sure. (laughs) I just wanna break. I feel like work has gotten really busy and Mm -hmm. um I have 
lot more responsibility now, mm-hmm. which is good, but yeah. it's just a lot of work. You just be mm-hmm. tired. Yeah. And so I'm just definitely looking forward to my break. Also, I got my bonus too because yes. I was a little, you know, <laughs> yes. I wasn't sure. <laughs> right. But they're not crazy. <laughs> No, stop. I'm grateful. <laughs> right. And it's deserved. Let's call it space pay. I worked very hard, okay, Preach. this year. Preach. Yeah. So I got my bonus and mm. my raise. Mm. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking forward to time off. Yeah. We'll enjoy our holiday season. Right. <laughs> so what's been happening in media? So I will be somewhat brief. Well, I ain't gonna say that. I'm already got one red. I was about to say, girl, we ain't gonna be brief. We're not gonna be brief because there's one I just had a lot to say, <laughs> a lot. So we're gonna say that one for last. <laughs> okay. I just want to start with just a congratulations to Remy Ma and Papoose. Yes. They had a daughter and she's safe, mm-hmm. mommy safe. Mm-hmm. And I think, just think that's dope because I know. Prior, you know, she suffered a miscarriage. Yeah. So this is her their rainbow baby. Yes, and um, I want to say her pregnancy body is goals because like she had a belly, but in certain outfits she just looked. You like couldn't even tell. Life. I'm like, I need that in my life. You couldn't even tell. Yeah. So congratulations to them. Next, I want to move to Kodak Black and Ebro. They had an interview, Hot 97, mm-hmm. where he left. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, a part of the interview, Ebro was trying to respect the fact that he can't say too much, but to address, obviously, what's yeah. going on. Yeah. And he has some sexual assault case against him. Mm-hmm. And, and it, usually, I feel like that's common in interviews. They give you a chance to kind of say your piece. piece. Yeah. And I feel like people like really slam Ebro. I brought this up to really say he would be a bad interviewer if he didn't bring it up. Facts. Basically. Because if he didn't bring it up, people would have been like, "Why didn't you?" Bring and they it think up? he's like complicit to the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like he's mm-hmm. okay with like pacifying it. Yeah, and that's not. And okay. that's not what it is. And as a journalist. Mm-hmm. Interview or whatever you want, media correspondent. Right. It is your job to ask the uncomfortable questions, That's and true. I gotta be honest with you, Kodak's team should know. Right. You're that that is going them, to be a part. And you got an open case. You know they're gonna bring. That's it up. gonna be a part of the conversation. They can and 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 you know they can be as tact as possible, but they're right. going to ask about it. And y'all should already, if he's uncomfortable answering that question, one, you need to tell the interviewer ahead right. of time not, not to ask it. Or have or a coach bring it, have a statement. You yep. say it every time someone asks you, yep. and you leave it. But I just felt like people was like kind of slamming you. I'm like, he's doing his job, yeah. and he's going to ask, as any person should, if they're right. interviewing someone, exactly. they're going to ask what's in the media, yep. you know? Yeah, so... So then, Kanye, I didn't know Kanye and Drake apparently are, I guess, beefing? Yeah, I mean, they've been beefing. I thought it was very, it's a very quiet beef. Like, I get, I get the whole push and but it's, it's, I thought it was set on, and it would peak back up again, and so here we are again, Mm -hmm. we're on a, we're on a hill again, (laughs) and Kanye talked about, Basically, he was saying that person who jumped on Pusha T stage, that was Drake's doing, uh, mm-hmm. doing, mm-hmm. Um, talk about he don't like the sicko mode song. And I'm going to just say this. I don't know if he was meditating on it and just decided now to speak out on it. Because, mm-hmm. like, that song been out for a minute. I feel like it's, I feel like something happened. It was something, like the straw that broke the camera. Right, so he felt he was like, like, I'm tired of this, 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 right, this, He really this. spoke about a lot. Yeah, so I feel like it, it was It wasn't even just Drake. It was just yeah. like a lot. Yeah, I think it, it was, was a lot of Drake. Um, him talking about him making... I guess it, there's clearly some background movement yes. that he spoke about. And he yes. made a statement like, if something happened to me, or my, just know that he's a factor. It was like, right. whoa. Which I don't know if I see Drake as the kind of person that can do Doing all that. <laughs> I don't feel anybody. like he's about to like physically, I don't see that. But I don't, I don't know. That, that kind of you know, person, we don't know. Like, so, I don't know. You but, right, but I, don't I just know. don't see that either. But anyway... <laughs> I thought that was interesting because mm-hmm. even he spoke, he made a comment about Ariana Grande, and mm-hmm. I thought, 
I thought that was a reach. I can't yeah. lie to you. Because her tweet was just basically like, I know y'all go back and forth, but we got a new song out, so y'all yeah. just chill. <laughs> like, I didn't think to me right. that had anything to do with his mental state. I don't feel like that's what she meant. No. And for him to, he kind of like. But I think sometimes it's easy to assume. It's like, because I think I've been there before. It's like someone says something, you're like, oh, you talking about me too? And so it's like, I feel like he was just on defense. I see. <laughs> right. So he's just like, everyone's and getting it's like, a tweet. like, oh, you got a problem too? I'm like, woo, 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 It's like, woo. everyone's getting a tweet. Everyone's right. getting tweeted. And right. you tweet everybody. Okay? Right. I was like reading. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. this is Like, it was a lot of different yeah. points of what he was saying. Yeah. Kim came out, made her statement. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Cause he was talking about his brother-in-law. Kylie made a statement. I said, "Oh, <laughs> let me tell you something. Y'all may not like Kardashian Jenner women. They stand for their men. Okay, <laughs> they stand for their men. Right. They are quick to put out a statement. Like, mm-hmm. nah, that's not what it is. Right. Yeah. Kylie basically saying it's all good in the hood. So I don't want y'all to think <laughs> right. there's any real beef. Right. Kim, Kim said Drake has never threatened their family. It was like, yeah." That kind of don't help, but I, I get why she was saying that, right. but it didn't make, yeah. Yeah, it was just a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't think him tweeting a lot, like people like, oh, something's wrong, he's crazy. I don't feel like nothing he tweeted to me made me feel like, oh, something's wrong. I feel like. Aren't we kind of used to it? Even prior to the whole slavery comment, prior he would be very vocal. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, he and took that's me. Why I'm like, y'all understand? Well, y'all not remembering how Kanye has always been. To me, especially <laughs> with the tweets he's been tweeting lately, there's nothing I've read that was like, oh, it was more right. like, well, this is him. This is what he do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I agree. I, you know, um. So let's just let's get to what I want to talk about. <laughs> you like, all right, we done got that out the way. Let's get down to it. No, because I'm so irritated. I know. So Cardi B and Offset, mm-hmm. I want to talk about a few things. It's like the saga that never ends. Well, I want to talk about a few things yeah. that, as as a woman, I was irritated by the tact of it all. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna start first. Offset. No, first, do I talk about Offset? Or the other cheating celebrity men that support him? Like, who do we start well, Let's with start first? with Offset. Okay. <laughs> so, Offset, on his birthday, put out a video saying all he wanted for his birthday was Kari to come home. He loved her. He's sorry. Mm-hmm. He said he wasn't going to do nothing with her, but he was entertaining her. So, ding, ding, ding. All the whole threesome chat, that was real, right? right? That lets you know that those receipts were, in fact, real. Right. He was entertaining it. That's mm-hmm. still wrong. Yes. You know, he really wanted to spend Christmas with her and culture. I was mm-hmm. in my back of my mind. I was like, where are the other ones at? <laughs> okay. Are you spending Christmas with them? I no, they so. got Thanksgiving. Well, I hope so. Like, that's no shade when I say that. I mean that. Like, all of your children. Um, you know, he just really want her back. He's sorry, sorry, sorry. Cut to Cardi had a performance at, mm-hmm. I think, the Rolling Loud Music Festival. Mm-hmm. And there's a clip of Offset coming on the stage with flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, and a sign. With a sign, like, take me back. Yeah. Called her bruh and his apology. Oh, I missed the bruh. Girl. So, time out really quick. I didn't realize how being called bruh upsets people. Because I called someone bruh the other day and they were like, yo, don't ever call me bruh again. I was like, what? I didn't realize how some people take bruh. I don't think bruh is inappropriate either. (laughs) In the context of you talking to your wife as you're apologizing again for cheating, Mm -hmm. maybe not call her bruh. That's what I mean. I mean, in this isolated incident, (laughs) you're going to make, if you're going to do a public apology, you can at least say Cardi. I mean, for for Pete's sake, babe, I just felt like. Cause I know sometimes when I say bruh, Bro, I, I'm not offended by it. Just it's just it just comes out. It's not. I'm not trying to offend, but and yeah. another and he has tweeted again. So we'll add this oh, to the Lord. And so <laughs> in the video, to me, it seemed like Cardi wasn't feeling it. Her mm-hmm. body language was like, yo. And she was talking, like, had her hand, like, like not with it. I'm not with this. So You're in the middle of my performance, like, so it's one thing. Um, you know you. 
making a video and apologizing publicly. I understand that, right? You embarrassed her publicly. Mm -hmm. You're apologizing. Mm -hmm. Assuming you have spoken to her too, but you're apologizing publicly. Mm -hmm. I get that. Mm -hmm. Bombarding her set is a no. And if I was Cardi B, somebody on her team knew about that and they'd be fired. That's what probably pissed me off more because you saw the people like, Rolling the sign out and having to roll it back out. I'm like, who so who knew about, about this? Let this happen because you so, got right. Because somebody on my team knew, knew about this and, and you're fired it. and yeah. you're fired. Right. Because I think that is her show, mm-hmm. her career, and especially with there's been some allegations that another part of their relationship, Crumble has been with him not being able to handle her, her popularity as yeah. she's kind of. Rising higher than the Migos mm-hmm. in some respects, mm-hmm. and so even with that being in the mix, I mm-hmm. just feel like that's that's her time, and that could have messed up her whole performance because it could have gave her a whole attitude, and, and it might have. And she may have just had to buckle down, but that's not how somebody wants to be during that time. That's not cool. Exactly. Like when I tell you, I could I would have got off that stage mm-hmm. and would have had my whole team in my room. Like so, who knew about this? Right, honestly, because I'm right. gonna figure it out. <laughs> right, like. Who knew <laughs> and helped him pull this off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I just... We gotta go. We got issues. And now he just tweeted. He said, all my wrongs have been made public. I figure it's only right that my apologies are made public too. A nigga was, tr- a nigga was just trying. Thank God I ain't got no balloons. Sheesh. <laughs> Sorry. But my thing is, because, like, didn't anyone learn from Robin Thicke? Do- doing this does not work. It does not help. It he just was, pisses them off more. He was better off <laughs> groveling in private. Like, hit her privately. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 like, on one hand, I understand the one statement of a public apology as that were public. Right. But I think, like, the interrupter her said, like, bruh. Yeah. No. Yeah. I and agree. then she came out with a statement. Mm-hmm. Basically saying, you know, she don't know what will happen between them two. Which for me that meant more than likely they may have another run. I just feel mm-hmm. like if she said that out front now, mm-hmm. I feel like they could have another run. Mm-hmm. But she just said that she understands people want to be supportive of her, but like that she doesn't want them bashing him. That's the father of her child, right. and yada yada yada. Which I thought that was a very mature mm-hmm. stance to mm-hmm. take. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that statement, I thought. He may bring her down. <laughs> um, so that was my first annoyance. Mm-hmm. What also irritates the crap out of me. I was about to say, I think what irritated me more. Is this cheat celebrity cheaters union <laughs> that are like, take her back, take her back, take her back. I have seen comments from DJ Envy, mm-hmm. cheater, <laughs> T.I., cheater. Kirk from Love and Hip Hop, Cheater had a baby on her. I mean, I, I, I've seen several comments from people who should be thinking they're lucky stars that they got taken. That their it. spouses accepted it mm-hmm. and 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 forgave them or whatever, yeah. and, is, and is moving on. And I, I just, I still don't agree with this outright pressure because he's what made a video and 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 put flowers together like right. that somehow means. She needs to take him back. And, right. like, the game made a statement that really, he was the, he, I'm going to just read it. He was <laughs> the top one. Someone who, won has never been married. So, mm-hmm. he really should zip it about <laughs> honoring vows. You can't mm-hmm. even get, get to, to a place life. where you're trying to take vows. You feel me? <laughs> so, he did a video first saying, you know, Carly, take her back. It's a holiday. It's family, so everything. Yeah. And it's like, let's just talk for a moment. How about y'all make videos confronting Offset saying, keep your hands and your text and your everything else to yourself? How about that? Let's let's start there. Why y'all put all this pressure on her and not on him? Because the he guilty party. He can continue to do the same stuff and y'all not pressuring him. Y'all not putting no public pressure on him to get his life together. I mean, I was so irritated. Take him back, you know, it's the holidays, it's family. Take these nuts. Right? Take these nuts. Please take his, because he can't keep his head up. So then, <laughs> after that, and I guess people hit him with them comments like, mm-hmm. shush it. Yeah. He goes, and this really took me over the edge. Right. 
I read some of these comments and it's really sad how more than half of them are women saying she should move on. Because no, let me sorry. finish, girl. I'm let me sorry. finish. I know. <laughs> How do you think marriages lasted so long back in the day? So this is what I'm gonna <laughs> and I will keep reading. <laughs> but I'm gonna just say this. So now you're assuming that the marriages that have lasted as long where everybody was cheating, right. and that's not always the case, right? But even still, for those that did last through cheating, it's still not okay. That's still it's not ideal. That's like, still not an ideal marriage. Ugh, Here we go. <laughs> It wasn't because someone moved on after every little incident or situation. A little incident or situation is was not... the first time. Like, but still, even you cheating is not a little incident. That too, right. You and she, but mean? she's dealt with this a number of times and tried to move on and tried to forgive him. So let's and just, he never changed his So behavior. let's not downplay cheating. Cheating, right. that's not a little incident in a marriage. That's not a little incident in a relationship. Right, facts. Now just finish. Um, it's because the word marriage itself is built on a rock. Never been married, you have no idea about no rock. <laughs> Something that is supposed to be solid and lasts a lifetime. If it's solid, you wouldn't want to stick your dick in other women. I'm just saying. Right. If that's a part of your marriage. Right, right. And for them to, for her, for clearly to agree a to monogamous yeah. was a part of the deal. Right, okay? right. Um, Something that's supposed to be solid and last a lifetime. This new way of thinning is why most black children grow up in broken homes. This that was sent me through the roof. Because the thing some is some things are worth saying especially marriages. Happy holidays to you all. He has no like your children while you're in their life, yeah. they're not in a one household either. Right. Because right. of some of the stuff you yeah, was putting yeah. her through. Right. Because we saw the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I saw things we didn't see. Right, right, right. Yeah. And the thing is sometimes you can have your children grow up, and I don't know how we define broken homes, because I know some people define broken homes as not having both parents in the household, but sometimes it can be a better situation for the child if the parents are in separate households, if they are just co-parenting. It can be a better environment for the child. I don't consider that broken because it's working. You know what I mean? I think broken is if it's not, if it's a toxic environment. So I think a broken household household is more like, when um you are cheating and creating a toxic environment for your kids that's more broken to me that's what i was saying because i'm like that's not healthy either seeing your having your parents yes your parents are married you live in one household but as you get older you can see the the crumbling of their relationship Mm -hmm. and how we as children that's how we learn to love and communicate. Yep. So if I'm watching yep. my father repeatedly cheat on my mother mm-hmm. and my mother staying mm-hmm. and my staying, you can read that as accepting it. Yep. Now when I'm out in the world making my own love connections, mm-hmm. a guy cheating on me won't trigger me to think this isn't okay. Right. So right. that's not okay. Right. Yeah. Because And I actually, I caught up on um, Red Table Talk this weekend and on the um, domestic violence episode um the woman she's a hairdresser actually here in baltimore and she said what finally made her leave the man that had been abusing her was when her daughter said to her mommy i'm gonna go get a man that does the same thing to me because she's like because that's all you've shown me you keep going back to him and so that's real though but yeah so she was like oh my goodness because she even said her mom got beat on it. And so she was like, I'm uh, I'm going to allow the pattern to be repeated. And that's what finally made her, like, walk Shake away. Shake it off. Yeah. Because like, you have to realize that you are setting an example for your kids. And they're going to find acceptable what you've taught them is acceptable. And for everyone, and, like, if she wants to take them back, then okay. You know what I mean? That's right. That's life. for them to determine. That's for them to determine. But, but I don't feel like everyone even, oh, I'm taking back. And then my other thing is for people... Like, someone was like, swap out Cardi for your mother or your sister. Mm. How do you feel then? Right. But that's not how people and look at not, it. And that's not... And I don't think people do... People nope. don't look at it that way. Nope. No. Because you, you probably wouldn't game if that was your daughter. <laughs> you have a daughter. If that right. was your daughter. Right. He would be ready. Would you feel like, stay in the marriage and work it out? No. He would be ready to take some action. <laughs> exactly. He might actually take action. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay? Like... So, he may really take some action. Right, but so it's like people are 
they all are for telling people to stay in toxic relationships until it's somebody that they care about. And they like, oh, you need to leave. It's like, keep that same energy for everybody in a toxic relationship. And if they do get back together, you know what, fine, whatever. I hope they see therapy. But yeah, I also I hope he keeps it in his pants. Don't, well, yeah. But I also don't want people to be like, see, you got to work through. You got to That's not gold because they're going to hashtag goals in so fast. <sighs> Let me tell you something. People who are able, because I do believe that that infidelity doesn't have to be a relationship ender. Right. Um, and I, we both have seen where someone has been unfaithful mm-hmm. and we both know it will never happen again. Mm-hmm. There's certain individuals where they will learn the lesson. Right. And it will never happen again. Right. But there are a lot of people as that well where there is no lesson for mm-hmm. them. They're not willing to learn or open their eyes to, to, learn. to catch the lesson. Yeah. And when it will keep happening again. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I feel like one, like you said, I agree, that's for Cardi to figure out. Mm-hmm. But honestly, as a woman, and even as a man, because men, they even worse when they find out they get cheated on. I'm like, who are y'all? <laughs> I mean, y'all get cheated on. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They already get like super like extra bent out of shape I think sometimes more than women and I think it's unfortunate and I think it's some of the way that we've been socialized for women to take him back and for men not to have to take her back that's kind of how we've been socialized I do think it's changing but I think historically that's how you know why because they feel that men are these somehow just so sexual beings that they can't have to you know, and when we when men have sex, mm-hmm. you can feel nothing. But mm-hmm. when a woman has sex with someone, there's some sort of feeling attached. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of guys say, and it's like that's not the case. There are plenty of women mm-hmm. who can sleep casually and bang whoever and don't have no feelings attached. Right. The same way y'all don't have no feelings attached. Like right. let's let's start with getting into that whole yeah. stigma. Yeah, and about I, it. I also think that you know before divorce was something that you could move on from a lot of women didn't think that they would be able to continue their life or you know be able to support themselves if they got divorced so they did tolerate whatever for sure women in a different ballgame now yeah in some households we are the head of the household financially i mean Mm -hmm. and so now it's not a i need to stay with him because i can't afford Mm -hmm. to take care of these three kids so I'm going to sit here right. while he does it. It's right. like, screw you. <laughs> I have a job and you'll be put on child support. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just because things were a certain way back then, let's look at it through a new lens and, and realize that while some of the marriages that have lasted 30, 50 years are admirable, mm-hmm. some that has as well are not something you're trying to right. replicate. Right. And you know what's I think also interesting now is even a lot of older people that are in relationships, they look at what they did before and do realize how toxic it was. Because that's even like when I listen to DJ Envy and Gia Casey's um, show, they now admit a lot of the things that they allowed to happen in their relationship even before the cheating was toxic behavior. But a lot of that they wouldn't tolerate now because they've both grown. But it's like they now realize a lot of the things that they accepted and a lot of things that they did was healthy behavior. So I do think kind of reflecting that and then sharing it with others (laughs) is important because you just see these relationships and they're like, oh, they made it through everything. And it's like, well, they also have grown. They also acknowledge how what they did and what they accepted wasn't healthy. I have to be honest with you. Relationships are a lot of work, but yes, I don't think Lord. you got to go through everything Mm-mm. to have a successful relationship either. Mm-mm. There are limits of what you... You ain't got to ride and die for everything. Yeah. But I also feel like there's turmoil in every relationship, but your turmoil ain't, ain't got to be DEFCON 10. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like Your turmoil right. could be like DEFCON 5. It doesn't have to go yeah. to an extreme... Yeah. You know, relationship problems don't have to be extreme. Right. I think people think like you have to have some sort of struggle right. for it to be real. It yeah. does not have to be mm-hmm. some epic Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. you know, that didn't end well, <laughs> story. It doesn't have to be that way. Right. That's certainly not what I would want. Yeah, because, I mean, even the best relationships, everyone has some kind of issue. Right. It's just like you could love your job and it's still going to be days you hate it. Like, right. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like you want to hate it because someone's annoying, not because, you know, someone's 
cheating. Right. Or someone's like <laughs> always late. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. you wanna have issues like like that. Mm-hmm. To me, I, in a relationship, I would prefer to like you know, maybe we need to work on communication or maybe yeah. we need to spend more time with each other. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't wanna deal with the cheating one. I'd rather not. <laughs> I'd rather deal with something else. Right. Maybe we got some extra bills to pay, we got bubble down, maybe we got some <laughs> financial tension. Let's yeah. I'd rather that <laughs> than cheating. There's right. certain, you know what I mean? And I'm just saying in a relationship, mm-hmm. you don't got to have it all. <laughs> you don't have to have every problem under the sun. Right. Yeah, and I think it's just setting that limit of things that you're willing to work through. Because there will be things you have to work through. And things that you're like, you know what? This is past my limit and I'm going to take exit stage left right now. So, I think that's the important thing about relationships. And like I said, I hope they figure it out. Because regardless, they're going to have to co-parent. So, I, they need to at least, you know, have a healthy communication if they don't get back together. I think, let her live all set. She didn't hurt your brother. <laughs> She's heard you loud and clear. Give her a moment to yeah. assess. Right. Because okay. now I think she's just getting all this pressure from all these people posting. Her fans. You popping people, up. I, I, her fans. Like, Let the girl think. Give her a moment, bro. Jeez. But, so, we'll see how that turns out. I'm just, I need the guys. And you know what, now that I think about it, in hindsight, if I was Cardi, I would have never announced we were separated. Like, you just would have. Mm-hmm. It just would have festered until I figured out what I wanted to do. Right. Like, maybe you wouldn't see me with him anymore. And you would mm-hmm. say, is there trouble in paradise? I would never answer. Right. Until I felt like I knew what I wanted to do. I don't think I would have said anything until it was like, because you know how you had to go through separation, then be divorced, until the divorce was finalized. That's what I'm saying. Because then my thought is, <laughs> if, we were, if I was seeking separation and, and I wasn't sure if I was going to, try to make a review or not I just want to put it out there like Same. you may sus- suspect it but mm-hmm. you would not hear me confirm it if I was in the public eye right and even if I was in the public eye too you mm-hmm. wouldn't hear anything from me I, I, I feel the same way but then I also wonder if she did it because she didn't want it to seem like she was just tolerating anything from him maybe she wouldn't take since it. the cheating was public right maybe she wouldn't take control over it yes. to be like I'm aware and I ain't with it. Right. Because I'm sure her comments was lit up about that too. Yeah. So she might have just been like, let me calm y'all down and keep y'all aware that I am handling this. (laughs) (laughs) And so y'all can relax. But so we'll see how that goes. But guys, um, so today we want to talk about some. No. Oh, we got a question of the week. My bad. (laughs) So. Um, we had a question of the week this week. Women, so I'm pulling it up. Um, so our question was, what is your favorite holiday movie and or um, song? So simply, Aaliyah said, favorite holiday movie would have to be Elf because it never gets old. Um, Courtney with Love said, my favorite movie would be Na- National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I don't think I've ever seen that. Like, I think I've, I've seen, seen it a couple times. clips of it, but mm-hmm. not the entire movie. I, I think I have. Um, as for her song... Blue Christmas by Elvis. Um, her grandpa used to sing it to her as a child, so it's special to her. Tia Incense said, Christmas don't start until Chris Brown sings this Christmas. And I gotta, I just want to check this real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, Chris Brown's rendition is cute. <laughs> However, <laughs> this Christmas mm-hmm. needs to be by the original. That's <laughs> the Chris, this Christmas song that I validate. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown's version is fine, but like, let's, come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, no. uh, Girl Chat 3.0 said Home Alone. <clears throat> Love that movie. Although I like the second one better. I I think it was the third one that's my favorite. The third one don't even have the same person. I know. <laughs> oh my! I am so it's, offended by that. That's my favorite. That don't even count. Oh, Home Alone. The best one to me. Oh, yeah, you say that because I'm like swarm. I'm not like, I don't want to attack. That sounds crazy to me. Yeah. First of all, they've done way too many Home Alones. Well, yeah, and then honestly, it should have stopped at two. Ooh, no. Three. Okay? No. They should have stopped at three. Three was okay, but like, it's Third not even the same. No, it is not. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> home Alone 2 is better than Home Alone 1. I agree me. with that. It got better each time. No, it did not. <laughs> yes. No, it did not. <laughs> No, it did not. I uh, cannot believe you just said that. <laughs> Who even acknowledges Home Alone 3? Me? What? I, we got it on VHS, on DVD. Somebody else 
If someone else can say, <laughs> out of all the Home Alones, the third one is their favorite, I will never... I'll never speak to a city like this again. In my mind, she's literally the only one. Somebody, no. somebody else. <laughs> if you gotta choose between one, two, and three, <laughs> tell me if three is like, yup, that's number one. That's hidden. I just don't. <laughs> it was the best one. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like going home and watching it now. Was, it was the best one. It's to the point where like I'm. I'm ready to like put this on like Instagram. <laughs> we can. Like, let's, let's put a poll up. <laughs> yes, I think it is. I am gonna put a poll up. Check it out this evening. I'm putting up a poll. Which one is better, Home Alone? Any of the Home Home Alone Which one or two? Home? Yeah. Versus Home Alone three. What type of? Um. I'm sorry, I'm about to butcher this person's name. Kane Thea Raynette said, um, Holiday Celebrate by Tony Braxton. I've never heard that song. Me either. Um, Headshot1906 said, Bad Santa. Um, Queen Say What I Feel said, Temptation, Silent Night. Um, no. That's a great song. Oh, like you're shaking your head. No, like, I'm shaking my head like, that is such a Christmas classic. <laughs> mm-hmm. ooh, ooh, ooh. You know what I mean? Like you, he's, you know, he start that off. He be like, in my mind, like that's just such a great song. I was literally listening to Christmas music before we started. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's a classic. Um, and they also said the Grinch. Um, Life grows green. Said the movie is Christmas Vacation because it's an accurate representation of her own family. And song is always White Christmas. Um, my messy bun life said uh, Christmas vacation is her family favorite. I've never heard of that. <laughs> We're gonna have to watch it. We watch it during our week of not having anything else to do. Um, they watch it every year on Christmas Eve, and they forgot to mention every year during the Christmas season, um, her husband and her watch the classic claymation Christmas movies. I do love those. Um, Joyful Life said the Christmas song and Home Alone. Notice there was no three behind that. <laughs> um, and Offshoot Miss Vanessa said Joy to the World white Whit- version. Whitney the- knows. Oh, Whitney Whit- Houston. I'm like, what is Whit? But then I kept reading the preacher's that's a good. That's a good song, too. <laughs> it is. That's good. a good one. <laughs> sing joy to the Lord. Sing joy to the Lord. That is a good song. Okay? I need my tambourine. That is a good song. So, what's your favorite song and or movie? Um, Favorite Christmas movie is White Christmas. Mm, okay. Um, most of y'all probably don't know what that is. It's a really mm-hmm. old movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was on Netflix last year, so it may still be up there. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, period. It's a musical. Mm-hmm. Um, I know every song, every line, every dance. That's how much I love White Christmas. Lord. My favorite song, because I do, I like old holiday music, like mm-hmm. the crooners, Happy Holidays. <laughs> like, I like those holiday songs. Uh-huh. So, like, probably anything by, like, Nat King Cole or mm-hmm. Andy Williams, mm-hmm. Ben Crosby, like, those mm-hmm. are the Christmas songs that, like, I love okay. the most. Um, I think my favorite movies well, are... Home Alone 3? One of them, yes. So. <laughs> um, A Christmas Story is, I love that movie. I don't like that movie. Really? I love it. You'll shoot your eye Classic. I hate how TBS does a 25 minute. <laughs> yes, because it's so good. No. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have a favorite Christmas song. I don't think I have just one favorite song. I know so many. Yeah. You know what song I've been obsessed with lately? What? Have you heard this song? It's called Mary's Born Child. No. They'd be like, Mary's Born Child, Jesus Christ, Mm-mm. was born. They sound like they have like Caribbean accents. Oh, no. That's how you sing it. Was born on <laughs> Christmas Day. Mm-mm. Y'all look that up. <laughs> That song's popping. <laughs> nope, never heard that one. But um, yeah. we're gonna play it after the show. I'm gonna play it for her. <laughs> All right. So today, um, we're talking about self care and good self care practices. I do think this is an important season 
to practice self-care because the holidays are a hard time of the year for a lot of people. Sure. Um, so I do think, you know, just practicing self-care and determining what self-care means for you is important um, because it is going to be different depending on what you're dealing with. Um, or, you know, what works best for you. So self-care doesn't look the same for everyone. And we kind of alluded to that last week, but um, it's always going to be different. So we're going to talk about some of the things that we do for self-care. And then, of course, we found a list of different self-care practices that may be helpful to you guys. So, Shanae, what is one of the ways that you um, practice self-care? Um, definitely therapy. Mm-hmm. True. Facts. That'll always be number one for me mm-hmm. in regards to my self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've talked to my therapist before. I love her. Mm-hmm. She keeps me very accountable to my growth, my development, the mm-hmm. unpacking of it all. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, that w- that's been the most impactful. Right. Yeah. Um, I think another thing for me that involves self-care is boundaries mm-hmm. that I've recently got into a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, loving myself enough and caring myself enough mm-hmm. to place boundaries on people in situations yeah. so that you're not causing harm to mm-hmm. me. Right. So, um, that's something I've been, in, <laughs> I've been adding in my life, yeah. my routine, mm-hmm. is placing people and things on boundaries. There's mm-hmm. only a certain level I'm going to let you go with me, mm-hmm. and then I'm shutting down. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you on that. Um, another way for me that I'm getting back into, now that I have my lovely home with all this space and everything can be unpacked. I was going to ask how having your own home has impacted your self-care. Um, I want to get back into painting because that was really... A nice way for me to relax. Mm-hmm. Like I used to do, like the coloring, adult mm-hmm. coloring. Like yeah. it would keep my anxiety down, yeah. and I like being creative. So mm-hmm. like I'm excited to uh, turn part of my basement into a little painter studio. <laughs> I'm working cute. on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are like like my top three mm-hmm. ways, and and I do like isolation sometimes. Yeah, I know that doesn't work for mm-hmm. a lot of people, but. That's in my makeup mm-hmm. and like Sydney knows. There are moments where like I just need to be alone. Yeah, it's not about anybody. I'm mm-hmm. not upset. I literally just need time alone. Right. And sometimes it doesn't mean like sometimes it is a day, but sometimes it's just an hour or two. Mm-hmm. I just need to be like the only one in the room. My only thoughts. Mm-hmm. I need quiet. Mm-hmm. So like I guess. So when it comes to my house, obviously. Creating an environment that's truly mine, everything in it is of my selection and my doing. Yeah. That alone can bring you peace. Mm-hmm. There's no consideration in anything I've done in this house thus far other than what do I like, what do I want. Yeah. So obviously, like coming home after work, you know, it's this is my little sanctuary, this is my place. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I keep like decorating, and right now I'm incorporating plant life and mm-hmm. I just bought my salt lamp like I'm really into like creating a very peaceful positive home mm-hmm. a place where I can rest and mm-hmm. enjoy myself so right. for sure definitely correlates with how I'm decorating yeah my blues and my like <laughs> cool relaxing tones mm-hmm. yeah um for me so therapy is definitely part of my self-care practice um <clears throat> also affirmations I have some like on my mirror in my bedroom, on my mirror in my bathroom. And I am kind of fell out of habit of this, but I do want to get back to it. But I read them, like, every morning. Um, I even have quotes on my bedroom mirror, too. Do you feel like they're helpful for you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It depends on the situation. Um, So, like, the quotes, because, like, I used to have the poem, Don't Quit, on my bedroom mirror. And it's just, like, it's helpful when you're going through a tough time. So I think switching them out to be in accordance with Where what you're at. going through is helpful because it is just a good reminder of like you might have a rough week or rough day or whatever but this is the affirmations or the quotes or the poems that is going to keep you going so yeah they have been helpful I think the important part is switching them out because um, 
I think at some point it can just become a routine and you like, oh yeah, I just read this in the morning. But it don't actually do anything for you. Right. Yeah, and I think once you get to that point is when it's like, all right, let's switch these out for something that is more fitting and kind of targets whatever you're dealing with better. So I do definitely find them helpful. I have a love-hate relationship with affirmation. <laughs> Why? Like, definitely that's a big thing my therapist pushes and, and she pushes the thought of you to create them when these situations arise mm-hmm. so she's definitely for like and she makes me write them out mm-hmm. um when i'm going through something she's like okay well let's write an affirmation for this situation right but like <clears throat> i just feel so annoyed reading like i feel foolish i'm just reading like i just and the thing is is i have a love-hate relationship because like i still practice it like mm-hmm. this morning mm-hmm. i read my affirmation i do mm-hmm. My old boss got me these wonderful affirmation cards mm-hmm. that are just about a variety of topics mm-hmm. that I love. Mm-hmm. At the same time, mm-hmm. I don't like affirmations. That's why I said it's a love-hate. I just okay. keep practicing it. Mm-hmm. I get the value in it, but mm-hmm. I, I'm always, I just, sometimes when I really feel some type of way, I'm just like, what's going on? Like, I get this issue. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So that's why I say it's a love-hate. I understand. For that. me. Yeah. I get that. Um... I think, and this is also a habit I'm trying to get back to, but journaling, um, I have like a guided journal, so you have to write in it in the morning and at night, Mm -hmm. and so in the morning it's like, what's your mood today, what is something that you're doing today for your self-care, blah, 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 and then at night you have to answer questions like, how did your mood change, Right? did you actually implement what you planned on implementing for your self-care, what would you do differently? Those aren't the exact questions, but it does help you stay accountable for... Because I know some days I'm going through the day and I forget about self-care. Like, that is go out the window. <laughs> like, <For> sure. <laughs> so, having the, like, morning and night thing is helpful because it's, like, it keeps it in the front of your mind. Because I know some days I, I'd be like, oh, I forgot to do anything today. And I have to hold myself accountable and write that down in the journal and be like, I ain't do squat. <laughs> like, and this is not how I want to continue for tomorrow. So... Um, my guided journal definitely helps. Um, what else do I do? I don't know if there's anything else that I like regularly do for that self-care. you feel because I feel like sometimes with self care, mm-hmm. um, and I could be wrong about it. I mean, they self care seems to be. I think sometimes I wonder: Are we using the term correctly? Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Just yeah. because I feel like. Sometimes now it just seems like it's very commercial self-care. It so it's is. like anything you do to pass the time, this is self-care. So sometimes I even mm-hmm. wonder, are people even using the term correctly? Yeah. You know, are these actually self-care mm-hmm. activities or is this just like stuff you like to do? And I think... And I don't know if there's really a difference. Maybe there shouldn't be. I don't know. That is a random thought. My therapist actually had to tell me that she was like, because some days where I said that I didn't do anything for self-care, she would have me reflect and realize that I did actually do something and I didn't realize when I was doing it. And she was like, you have to realize self-care isn't always affirmations and quotes and journaling because that's what everyone pushes forward right now and like that's what everybody's selling but sometimes it's just getting through the day sometimes it's telling yourself whoo okay I'm not going to cuss this person out but I'm going to finish doing what I have to do sometimes it's a breathing exercise so like it can be different for everyone but I do also think there's this balance of using self-care to get through and not using self-care to run away because I think that sometimes people will just say that any old thing is self-care and they're just doing it and it's like, but did you actually use that time to care for yourself or was it just time that you used to, you know, whatever, like, and it didn't actually do anything for you. So while self-care can look different for everyone, I think it's like, what's the purpose of what you're actually doing, if that makes sense? Like, is this actually doing anything for you? Agreed. <laughs> um, so some of the things on our list is 44 things of self-care. And a lot of these I wouldn't have even considered self-care. But I thought, okay, I can see how that's useful. Um, so one of them was unfollowing people that um, makes you have an attitude or feel uninspired. Um, because they could change your mood when you're just aimlessly scrolling. Hmm. 
Yeah, I didn't consider that self-care either, but I'm like, interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. Yeah. I feel like in some regard, you know, you are the company you keep, and that means even on online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The people you follow, what people are posting. Mm-hmm. Not arguing with everybody, because sometimes I'll be like, I can't do this today. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'm not doing this today. <laughs> I love the Whitney Houston said that, Okay. <laughs> Because, I mean, and we were talking about this earlier, like, I think there's always a balance between checking people and just saying, you know what, I'm going to let you think how you want to think because I just don't. I'm going to let you live ignorant. I don't have the time or passion or care for you to spend my energy to check you. Now, if it's someone that's going to always be in my life and it's going to bother me if I didn't, you know, share my opinion, then cool, we can have that conversation. But if it's somebody that I'm literally, like, we only friends online, I'm never going to see you again, you can just think however you want because I just don't have the time or passion to be going back and forth with these niggas. (laughs) So, (laughs) that, I think, can be um, a version of um, self-care. Another one they had is get an extra large garbage bag and get rid of everything that you don't use that doesn't fit, that triggers triggers painful memories, or that but in hopes that it would make you a different person. So even mm. like just getting rid of clothes that has been your goal clothes for five years could be a version of self-care. Wow. <laughs> I don't have any, so mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I've recently purged big time, especially when I moved. Yeah. Um, but I'm a purger anyway. Right. Every mm-hmm. end of every season, I go through my closet. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a big proponent of like, you know, you're not gonna wear it. You, <laughs> you don't want it anymore. You can't fit it anymore. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I already do that. I have read that like having a goal outfit or goal pants or dress or whatever can be helpful. But they was like, but you don't need multiple goal outfits. <laughs> like, no, like you just need you, you want a pair of jeans, have yes. a pair of jeans, or you want right. a special dress, right? Then you have that dress. Yeah, you don't need like, like a whole nother closet. Yes, that's when they I say like it that can, can be, be taunting. Mm-hmm. And like, especially if like you like, oh, I want to wear this, but I can't fit it. Like that can be discouraging, right? Because now you're just looking at everything that you can't put on and that mm-hmm. you can't wear. And I, for me, anyways, that would no longer be motivating. It would just be like I ain't got no clothes. <laughs> um. Another one they had was making a spreadsheet and manually writing out everything you spend each week. Nothing will make you more self-aware of your spending habits, and it'll help you help to hold you accountable. Um, that's self-care. I guess so. The, I don't. That's what they said. I don't know if I consider that self-care. I feel like that's just being an adult, <laughs> a responsible adult, right? Who's minding their money, but everyone with money, well, don't I know how to mind it. <laughs> I think the only way that I personally would consider that self-care is if my finances was bothering me. Yeah, I guess so. And so it's like, if your credit card balance was... So basically, y'all, she's popping. (laughs) I did not say that. (laughs) She's not bothered, honey. But... (laughs) I love it, girl. You work hard for your money, so hard for her. I love it. But I think if it's something that is bothering you and actually doing the spreadsheet to work towards achieving that goal can be a version of self-care. Right. <laughs> I love it. I can't stand you. <laughs> um, making an appointment for the doctor that gives you the most anxiety and actually going to the appointment. Well, I think you should, I agree. I think you should go to all your doctor's appointments, especially mm-hmm. guys... We pay for our health insurance now. <laughs> Take right. advantage of it. Right. Yeah. I have a dentist appointment on Wednesday. I need to go to the dentist too. Um, I had a physical last week with my regular doctor. And mm-hmm. I think, like, what do they call you? General physicians? Yeah. I think that is where people slip. Now, we won't go to our general physician mm-hmm. if there's a, unless there's a problem. Huh. Okay. Have you thought about that? Like, do you get yearly physicals? Mm-hmm. I I've never did. I the only time I fell off was when I moved to Atlanta because I all of my doctors, everything was still up. I mean, my hoo ha gets checked on time, honey. Right. Um, 
yeah, go to the dentist, but I wouldn't go to my general physician unless, like, like I recently went because I had an issue. She mm-hmm. was like, you know, let's just start setting up physicals, which is reasonable. Mm-hmm. It's once a year. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think sometimes we're so used to not going unless there's a problem. Like, we're not going to go mm-hmm. unless our tooth hurts mm-hmm. or we have questions about something. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, a lot of the problems are preventative. Yeah. So if they catch it early or you're going on the regular to monitor you. Yeah. So, definitely, you should just... Make your appointment yeah, for six months cleanings and yes. get that hoo ha check, ladies. <laughs> and men, get your stuff checked too. You know, yeah. let them hold them. <laughs> I don't even know. Is that what they, I, they touch them, don't they? I guess so. I have no idea how they check for like testicular mm-hmm. issues. I have no idea. I don't know either, but yes, get all of that checked. Is it for a certain age though? Like I know we get our who has checked at this age. Yeah, but do I they, do think Do they get checked so in their twenties? You can choose to get checked early, but it does not become regular practice until you're a little bit older. Right. So which I don't know, that's weird to me too, but whatever. Um, let's see, delete the phone numbers and text threads of people who you don't recognize, haven't spoke to in years, or always have to text first. Um, it can be cathartic. Here's the thing though with Apple though. Because <laughs> they like, like, is this such a son? You can be deleting people because trust me, I have. <laughs> and then if they somehow text you back, maybe mm-hmm. so and so heart emoji, and it's mm-hmm. like, maybe I deleted them, Apple. <laughs> I do, because, I mean, I don't have any Apple products, but I do think that's something that they should change. In okay. Like, Maybe they, I deleted them on purpose. They should, they should let you be able to turn off suggested names. Like, they should let you turn that off. And that shouldn't be forced up on you. Because that has happened to me a couple of times. I'm mm-hmm. like, I deleted them. I don't need to be reminded of them. I change people's names. That's what works for me. I've done that several times <laughs> where I would change someone's name as something else like don't answer or clown or weirdo. Mm-hmm. I have a person in my phone now that's creep. Mm-hmm. Um, I had something like one is malaria, one is bacteria. Malaria. <laughs> I like give them like really that's crazy. <laughs> names to stay away from. But have you ever been in a position where they saw their name? Cause oh I'm yeah, like, but when, when they see it, it's because I want them to see it. No, mine's genuinely by accident. I screenshot it, sent it to, or like I did this the other day. I screenshotted some a text conversation with somebody. They like, dang, my number not even saved. I said, cause we don't communicate regularly, and they was like, wow. I was like, but you, I mean, I don't have no reason to save your number. Well, mine's by accident. <laughs> so when I started, I was like, oh, <laughs> I just kind of like, what's for lunch? Like, totally. <laughs> I just, I, I, it was like a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I just like if it happened now, I would probably be like, "You were getting on my nerves." Right. But at the time, I felt so awkward. I was mm-hmm. just like, mm. <laughs> "No, I don't. I don't be caring." Like, yeah, you saw it. What? <laughs> you know, we got issues, or we don't. Have I'm about issues. to say, do they? <laughs> and now you're in just because people be oblivious. Oh, uh, true, true. It's like, do they even know? Right. That's true. That's true. Um, stop visually checking in with friends you had falling outs with, exes, and anyone else who isn't an active part of your life. They're only going to keep going on without you. I don't know if I check in on anybody that I don't really mm, I don't. bang with anyone. That's, I don't. I was about to say something. I'm not I was going to say, I do need to leave a group chat, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Then leave it, my sister. I mean, so let's, let's Self-care it up. Let's, let's self-care it up. I, leave it. Take that phone out and leave it today. The only reason I haven't left it yet is because I think it'll cause more cause more. Is this the same one? Yeah. That... We, yeah. <laughs> Ain't this like the only group... Well, we in another group together, but you don't really talking there. But, well, shoot. Nobody talking this one either. But... I think it'll cause more conversation if I leave than what's happening now. How you figure if no one's really talking, if they see you left, you think that would be a thing? Mm-hmm. So why? Let's test it. I'm about to leave right now. But my thing is, why does it matter if it's a thing? Because I don't care enough to have a conversation about it. You don't have to if you left. I mean, but you know, they'd probably text me. And you would say, I don't, I don't talk in it. True. I don't. I don't think. I mean, obviously, you leave it if you want to leave it. But if you got any sort of murmurs, oh, I saw you left. I don't mm-hmm. speak in it. 
That's right. facts. None you're of not, us do. We don't. I don't talk in it, so I don't need it on there. That's yeah. all you're saying. Yeah. There's no. I hate you. There's no. I don't like you. It's like I don't talk in it. Right. I take it off of it. Well, I just left you. <laughs> <laughs> now which? Now which one though? You already like we know what group I'm talking about. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't know it was this one. Oh. <laughs> talking about they're not even gonna notice this is true they might not i mean one of the persons in the group neither one of us has spoken to he hasn't spoken to anybody in in i don't know how it might be a year it could be a year so like that was dead anyway i thought it was like Mm -mm. but well that's done some self-care is getting done a lot on the show guys (laughs) um another version of self-care is improving things in small increments trying to drink a half a cup of water today go to the gym and a walk on the treadmill for 10 minutes if that's all you can do go to sleep 15 minutes earlier than normal or just slowly adjust to new norms and then build momentum to get up to where you want to go um and see a lot of these i just think are growth measures but maybe that is self-care i don't know makes me ask for a therapist next time i see her Maybe. Just yeah. curious to see what a professional define, defines yeah. as self care. Yeah, because I feel like it's become it's a catch like a it's a thing, phrase. right? Yeah. So it's not to me. It's not all the way clear mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, and sometimes I say, "Oh, this is self care," and I'm like, "Is it?" <laughs> it and if it is, then okay. Sometimes right. I just don't. I'm like, but okay. that's why I made the distinction last week because some people are like. Showering is their version of self care. I'm like, do I think showering can be self care for some people? Yes. If you struggle to shower to get out of bed, and I'm not trying to be funny, but if you struggle to like get yourself out of bed to take a shower, then yes, pushing yourself to shower and put clothes on is self care. If you shower every day and it's just out of habit, that is not self care. But but the thing is, is when it's like that. You have some sort of probable clinical depression. You're right. in a different category anyway. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So, so self-care for, uh, I'll say the average person. Mm-hmm. Is it taking your regular shower? To me, bathing, <laughs> I wouldn't consider self-care. Mm-hmm. Unless well, a bath where you with the bubbles and relaxing, that's self, that could be self-care. But I don't know if I consider a regular shower, brush teeth, get ready for work. Um, if that's your regular routine, I don't know if I consider that self-care. Yeah, I'm not sure. At least for me, I wouldn't. Yeah. For me, I don't consider it Same. Um, if you need to take some time off to be by yourself and get your life together, do it. Don't bully yourself over it. Social circles require people to stay the same to remain in them. That's why solitude changes your life so much. Um, and I'll just read a couple more. I'm not going to go through the whole list. But I just want to comment. Sometimes... Every now and then, I'll take a day off from work, mm-hmm. and not because I have anything to do, because I just need a moment. Mm-hmm. And if you have the time, because I get it, everyone don't have the same type of leave policies. Right. But if you can afford to, sometimes if you're feeling just overwhelmed, mm-hmm. you just need a day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the weekends ain't sufficient. That's true. The weekends are not long enough. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> if you have the time to spare, because mm-hmm. I've literally taken a sick day, and I've said I'm taking a mental health day, because yeah. it's like... I have a headache, I'm tired, I'm feeling stressed, I'm mm-hmm. in the moment. Mm-hmm. If you have the time, you can afford it. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are things sometimes. Because sometimes, like, you just need to stop. Yeah. Rest okay. and reassess. Yeah. Oh, I Ooh. like that. Okay. Ooh. I like that. Put that on the t-shirt. That's a shirt, okay? <laughs> Rest and, and reassess. reassess. <laughs> Whew. New merch. <laughs> New merch. Rest and reassess. Um, and I'll, this will be the last one that I read. If you need to leave the job you're in because it's eroding your well-being, 
clean up your resume, start taking on side projects, and figure out your new path before leaving abruptly and having to scramble to do whatever to pay your next month's rent. I couldn't agree with that more. Yeah. I feel like toxic workplace certainly can suck the soul out of you, baby. Yeah, because you spend <laughs> most of your you week feel day. like that place is chipping away at you, mm-hmm. I encourage you, by all means, start that process. Because mm-hmm. I get it. I don't think you just leave a job of breakfast. We got bills. Right. We but still I do gotta think, be adult. you know, when you feel it, because I feel like there's a certain level... And I have felt this way before, and I knew I need to go. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know the feeling, or mm-hmm. I'm like, I have to leave this place. Yeah. Because it literally takes on a mood mm-hmm. that you can, where it becomes like, even when you're not at work, you have this attitude. Yeah. Yeah. So, I really get behind that one. Yeah. And I think it's when you feel like that every day you go in. Because like I said before. Whether it's good or bad, like, yeah. it don't matter. Right. It can be the easiest day, and you are miserable. Exactly. Yeah, because... Like I said, you could love your job and still have a bad day, but it's if those bad days are regular or consistent, and shoot, that goes for relationships too. Huh? That's when it's time to go. You're preaching. <laughs> That's when it's time to rest and reassess. <laughs> That's what we named this week. Rest and reassess. Amen. That's the motto for 2019. Preach. <laughs> My brothers and sisters, you um, must rest. <laughs> And reassess. So, guys, let us know what you do to practice self care. Rest and reassess. <laughs> I'm done. Um, keep pay attention to our page, our Instagram. This week we have another giveaway coming up. Thank you for everyone that participated in last week's giveaway. Um, but we're trying to give away stuff for your holiday season. It's like you know, Oprah's favorite things. It's and we're. Gonna be like Oprah. Yes. So there you go. <laughs> um, and always um, pay attention to our questions of the week. If you have topic suggestions, anonymous stories, or anonymous questions, email us at goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week. Rest! I'm sorry. Everybody... <laughs> <laughs> you must finish the book! <laughs> Reassess. <laughs> I couldn't get it out.